Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome in, everybody. Believe in Jayhawks basketball show. The leaves are changing, and so is our attitude about the sporting calendar. Welcome in, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Again, sending this out on a Friday. What are you going to do about it? Got something to say? That's what I thought. (laughs) Happy to bring you all the fun tidbits and action. It is late night in the fog day. Partly why I wanted to do this again on the Friday, partly because... That's just how life is going right now, but I appreciate it. Um, if for those of you not familiar, I'm amazed you found your way to this episode. It's the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show on the Believe Podcast Network, your number one podcast home for professionals. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? And yes, tis the season. Can you believe it? Uh, first and foremost, traditional, oh my God, it's October. Where have the last two years of our lives gone? Down the toilet. That's where. But yeah, late night in the fog tonight. How crazy is that? We are officially, I mean, this is essentially the start of college basketball season. Late night in the fog, any midnight madness that a school may have. It's a little bit different. I, I haven't actually looked around the country and seen how many other schools are doing their midnight madness tonight because there's new rules. There's new ways you can get about when you do yours. But it used to be, like I remember pretty recently, that every single school would be starting their practices today. They would have their events. And now it's sort of scattered. And I guess it's sort of a commentary on college basketball as a whole, which I wasn't really planning on getting into. Maybe we can save that in just a second. Let me rewind real quickly. Jonas Nordman, you can find me on Twitter. At Joe Nasty 90. I know I wasn't born in 1990. Just kind of rolls off the tongue. I don't know. Kind of like it. Instagram at Jonas N as in Nancy 310. Let me know your thoughts, concerns, anything that happens with Kansas basketball. Are you going to watch Late Night in the Fog tonight? I probably am not going to. Yes, I know as my duty as the gatekeeper of all things interesting, Kansas basketball. It's like, how dare you? You call yourself a fan. You call yourself an alumni. You call yourself someone who cares about this program. And yes, uh, it's at 6.30 p.m. Central Time. First and foremost, as you may or may not have figured out, I don't live in Central Time. So 6.30 p.m. is a different time where I'm at and it makes things a little bit more difficult. 
Also, I mentioned this briefly last week. Hot take alert. Like the idea of Midnight Madness, Late Night in the Fog, and the resumption of Kansas basketball to the public is really cool, and I like it, and it's a really fun concept. But here's the hot take. I find Late Night in the Fog crazy boring. (laughs) I do. Like I said it last week, I've attended one in person, and it was a different scenario. I wasn't even in the crowd. I was there talking about it. I was doing student radio. I was courtside, and I still was bored. Rob Riggle will be hosting the event for the fans. Really cool. Rob Riggle, of course, a huge Kansas basketball fan. Uh, Feels like a lost opportunity, though, to throw some Adidas money. I mean, some marketing money. And go get Jason Zudakis, who's from Kansas, big KU fan as well. Having a huge moment at the moment with Ted Lasso and this and that. Get like Jason Sudeikis coming in with a believe sign. I actually don't watch Ted Lasso. Everyone, except for one very specific person that I know, loves it. Like 99% of anyone I've ever seen tweet, talk, or anything about Ted Lasso loves it. Best thing ever. There's one person I've ever talked to. It's like, nah, this doesn't do it for me. <laughs> so maybe he's glad that. Jason Sudeikis is is in hosting Late Night in the Fog. But Rob Riggle is going to be there. Brian Haney with his radio voice. It's kind of it's kind of more of a congested broadcasting voice. Like, and here's the I can't even I can't even do a Brian Haney. Here's the 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 tip and David McCormack with the slam dunk. So you get a lot of that tonight. He'll be hosting alongside Greg Gurley. I do like Greg. He's funny. Doesn't really take himself too seriously. They'll be on the ESPN Plus stream. I'm sure there will be an interview with Bill Self. It'll all be jokes. There might be a little something to glean from it, but usually not. Uh, I would watch if the scrimmage really meant anything, but it's a glorified dunk contest, of course. It's it's one level up from an NBA All-Star game, right? Because if someone gets hurt in the Midnight Madness game, good Lord. Is that bad news? So, yeah, the introductions are fun. It's always awkward to see the guys dancing as they come out of the tunnel. This, that, the dances. They're not good dancers or they're not good at doing the choreographed dances. And so, no, I'm not going to watch. I'm not saying you shouldn't. That's my opinion. It's my hot take. I find Late Night in the Fog boring. But I get it. So if you want to see Kansas Jayhawks, on the James Naismith court, and that gets you going during these hard times. Perfect. Just know I won't be watching. Don't tweet me and be like, oh, my God, did you see that three-pointer? Because, no, I probably didn't. Anyways, want to take that opportunity. I want to let you know that today is late night in the fog. Uh, from what I understand, there will not be any aerial dancers a la the Snoop Dogg performance, which was, if you can believe it, the last late night in the fog that took place before tonight. (laughs) Uh, It'll be Run DMC that'll be doing the performing tonight, which is going to be crazy because I'm pretty sure none of the players on the current roster know who that is. They'll play It's Tricky, and they'll be, oh, that's, that's that song. Very cool. What else? (laughs) 
I, I can't wait to see Ochai Baji just look stupefied as they're singing the rest of their of their hits. And he's just like, I, I am not familiar with this. <laughs> Regardless, maybe they'll have aerial dancers wearing bucket hats this year. That's sort of run DMCs that it's their thing. I really doubt it. But if there is something controversial, which there probably won't be, I hope that new athletic director, Travis Goff, doesn't curl up into the fetal position and act like a cowardly dog, much like Jeff Long did a couple of years ago. It's not even fun to rip on him anymore because he's because he got canned. But man, what a punk bee. <laughs> did Jeff Long really acted like a like a little weenie a couple of years ago, didn't he? Ooh, we're sorry. We invited Snoop Dogg. We weren't really sure what we were going to get, though. It's not like Snoop Dogg has a whole three to four decades worth of catalogs and material for it to look back on. Hmm. I wonder how this is going to go. So run DMC, I guess, a little bit more family friendly. Or at least the ground rules were laid down a little bit harder. Surprised they didn't just go with like Jason Aldean or something. Probably would not have flown as well with the recruits that are there, which is something I want to get to in just a second. Real quickly, I'm going to skip the Big 12 previews for today. A couple of reasons. One, I want to focus on the court. I want to talk about the Jayhawks. Uh, secondly, a little peek behind the curtains here. I do sort of partner my previews off of reading off of another website. Shocker, I know. It may shock you to know that I was not really all up to date with the comings and goings of TCU basketball. You got me. And for whatever reason, this website, well, two things. One, they think very highly of Big 12 teams, like especially Iowa State, who was terrible last year, because they preview and talk about 144 teams. And their list, as of today, as I'm recording, is already up to number 40. So they've done a little over 100 previews. And the only ones they've done are K-State, who they think will come in last in the Big 12, uh, TCU, and Texas Tech, obviously the teams that I've talked about now. So they think the rest, the rest of the seven teams of the Big 12 are going to be 1 through 39, which I, I know in the grand scheme of things, it's like, it's somewhat like finding a needle in a haystack, but no, seven teams in the top 39 of the country is a pretty big deal. I mean, those are essentially, I know when you're talking about automatic qualifiers and this and that, but that's essentially 70% of your conference are tournament team quality in the, in the eyes of this website. Long story short, they didn't have another Big 12 team readily available today. I don't really feel like talking about them anyways. And it all just works out. But I do think that's a good, like I've been talking about it, right? As we are getting ready and we're moving on up and we're, we're feeling out this college basketball season. Look, this is a tough conference this year. And because of that, it's really good to see that Remy Martin is now on the court practicing. We're seeing the fluff headlines and the articles. New teammates enjoying first look and new Kansas point guard, Remy Martin. So he's out there. He's practicing. Bill Self is getting that feel for the team. Now, no one really 
checked me on my conspiracy theory. I think a lot of people agree with me that Bill Self ended his boot camp early last week in order to get these guys playing a little bit more and practicing even more. So, yeah. Really good stuff. I want to really, not quickly, this will probably turn into a tangent. I want to talk about not the NCAA per se, but the IARP, the EARP. EARP. That, of course, stands for Independent Accountability Resolutions Process, which is the entity that is holding KU's you-know-what's-to-the-fire right now. So let's go in the time machine real quickly. Uh, if you have any thoughts, questions, like I said, Twitter, JoeNasty90, Instagram, JonasN310. Believe in Jayhawks basketball show. And here we go. So time travel. We are on the verge and we are on the precipice of the year of our Lord 2022. 2022. I remember when the news broke in 2017 about schools such as Louisville, Kansas. Arizona, right? USC. That was essentially, it's now October of 2021. I believe it was October then as well, which means we have officially hit the four-year anniversary of when that news broke. And what has happened? Basically, nothing. Rick Pitino got fired, whatever. Sean Miller just got fired at Arizona, had nothing to do with that. It's because he sucks. So at the moment, the biggest punishment, and I'm about to probably hammer this point home a lot, the biggest punishment to Kansas, as this is your Believe in Jayhawks basketball show, the biggest punishment to Bill Self and KU is the specter of punishment. What could happen? And I bring this up because this just came out initially two days ago and an update was released just today. So initially, the YARP, the EARP, the IARP, said they were going to release an update early next week. Which to me, well, I'll tell you what that means to me in just a second. Released today, Amy Hanna of the IARP, uh, not of Hanna Barbera Animations, I believe, but that'd be pretty sweet. She said the updates to the timelines of all six cases currently be reviewed by the ERP now will be published on October 11th. They are doing that so that they can send it to the schools. And it gives them additional time to review their respective case timelines and prepare anticipated responses to inquiries. How nice of you, Anna. Amy Hanna. They're going to send it to the schools first. The PR departments are going to type, 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 type. They're going to put it on a nice infographic. They're going to have, well, they don't do interns for social media anymore, do they? These are professionals. 
They're going to have someone who's good at graphics and Photoshop put that statement on a nice letterhead, digitally, of course. And they'll be ready for October 11th. So cute. So keep in mind, I mentioned that we were hitting the four-year anniversary. By the way, this past August, the IARP, the ERP, as I will refer to it only, announced significant rule changes designed to speed up the process. Even they are like, you know what? We're really slow. This is taking a bit too long, don't you think, guys? Here's what we're going to do. Draw up a memo. We are going to release something. The people will think that we're finally coming down with punishments or something. But no, 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 no. We're just telling people that we're actually going to speed up now. Okay. Applaud us. God, these idiots. By the way, the, the other schools that are part of the ERP or that, that path, Memphis, NC State, them along with Kansas were the first three to go along with this process instead of relying solely on the NCAA. And then LSU, Arizona, and Louisville, two of the other schools that I just mentioned. So here's what this reminds me of. Because the announcement two days ago and ahead of what they said today, hey, we've got an update for you. It's coming next week. I don't believe that this is going to be punishments. I believe this is an update to their updates. This reminds me of the show. Uh, it's, it was called, well, it still is called The Good Place, formerly of NBC. If you're not familiar, uh, the show has since run its course. Really good show. It wasn't canceled or anything. They just did a couple seasons. They said this is enough. Certainly on Hulu, I think, because it's, since it's an NBC property. I think it's still on Netflix if you want. You never know with that streaming service, right? Things just come and go as they please. Well, contractually ob obligated, of course. But it's, it's, it reminds me of The Good Place. And it reminds me of a certain scene where there's, there's some bad things happening. The show is sort of set about what happens in our afterlife. The Good Place, you may figure out, technically like heaven where good people go. The Bad Place is hell, sort of what we're living through at this moment, both in terms of, you know, the world and also the review process for Kansas basketball. It's all, it's all person to person, right? It's all our own little versions of hell. For some of us, it's the fact that some people don't respect public health. And for others, it's the fact that their favorite college basketball program is being held to the charcoal. You know, it, it's, it's, it all depends on how you view things. <clears throat> so in the show they're like uh, we think the bad place is up to something we think there's a reason that no one is going to heaven over the past couple centuries and they get to the good place and they they meet with a committee and they're sort of feckless and they're so such good people that there's a, a really funny scene and it features i, I believe paul Shear. that's the actor's name right the guy with the gap gap in his teeth uh featured on the league and they're like, okay, our committee has come together. We have figured something out. And here's our resolution. We are going to hold a thousand-year committee to figure out who's going to be on our committee to determine what's going on. So it kind of reminds me of that. that that's what I kind of think is happening here with the ERP. 
hey everyone did you forget about us we've got something going on and guess what we're gonna do an update next week oh no the process won't be won't be (laughs) resolved but we're gonna have an update for you so as this goes on and i've said it before what really feels like is happening here is that they don't seem to have anything or enough. And this, is, this all could famously blow up in my face, of course. They could come down with the hammer of Thor on the program right after I say this, which is probably what's going to happen. But what it sure feels like is they don't really have anything in order to come down on Kansas with. And... You know, I think they believe right now the biggest punishment is just their cloud of potential punishment. We're not actually going to do anything. We're just hovering above you. Teams can negatively recruit recruit you. And sorry, we'll fi- we'll figure this out really soon, though. Don't worry. Oh no, no, we're we're almost finished. Here's an update. Yeah, yeah. Next week, here's an update. <laughs> So that's what's going on with that. Nothing. And again, I think this is sort of showing itself with the recruiting. This past week, there's been a number of announcements. A top-rated point guard's going to Alabama. And a couple others. I think one's going to Duke, Kentucky, you know, the usuals. And then Matt Tate, the great writer, posted something just a few days ago. Here is the visitors list for Late Night in the Fog. Who will be at the arena on official visits, potential recruits for Kansas basketball? And here's the spin. It's a smaller list, whereas in the past, Bill Self would bring in a bunch of guys, and he says, you know, they used to be the more the merrier, quantity over necessarily quantity, or quantity over quality. Now he's saying, you know, smaller numbers. Now we can work on those personal relationships, really get one-on-one with these kids. Okay, Bill. And that may be true. But here are the names, and here's who's coming to Late Night in the Fog tonight. So keep in mind, already a smaller list. And I am very much on the record of saying all this stuff with the scandals and whatnot, Like, I still think Kansas is a talented team. I don't think talent was an issue last year. Blah, blah, blah. Recruiting, Bill Self recruits his guys. He's not a big, like, one-and-done guy. But you still need to be relevant. So it's already a smaller list. Keep that in mind. Amongst those players and recruits that are coming, one is Zubi Ejiofor. He is already committed to Kansas. So that is an official visit for someone who is already committed to the team. This isn't a recruiting visit. This is a, hey, wanting to say hello to everybody. I'll see you next year. And along with that, who else is coming? Grady Dick. Jokes aside, he is also already committed to Kansas. So you have official visits to late night in the fog for guys who are already coming to the team. 
Everyone else, you have, uh, sorry, Mark Mitchell, a 6'8", 210-pound small forward. This is a guy who's very interesting because he also goes to Sunrise Christian. So he will be going alongside Grady Dick. Some could even say he has, oh, no, you know what? I'm not going to go there. <laughs> going to make a Grady Dick joke. I, I won't do it. Uh, <laughs> formerly of Bishop Miege, now at Sunrise Christian. This is a guy who has a final four of Kansas, Missouri, Duke, and UCLA. So this is a talented player who will be wined and dined, certainly. He's already visited UCLA, and he's already going to go to Duke and MU pretty soon here. Also coming in, Johan Traore, 6'11", 227-pound power forward out of Arizona. Number four ranked player per arrivals in 2022. He's a guy who's looking at Michigan, Texas Tech, LSU. UCLA, Utah, Tennessee, Louisville, Memphis, Oklahoma State, and he might go pro. He may just skip college. So these are the big-time recruits. Then you start getting into guys like Chandler Jackson. Number 90 in rivals, number 51 in 24-7 sports, which is what we prefer here. He's got a long list of schools he's looking at. Some of them pretty big time, like Alabama, Florida State. Those are solid programs. Texas. Others, not as much. Brandon Garrison. This is a guy who's looking at Houston, SMU, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, as well as Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and, Tex and Tulsa. So the Southwest. And then they're hosting David Castillo, a 6'1", 165-pound guard out of Oklahoma. As you know, I'm big on who else is looking at him. David Castillo is being offered or yeah, offered by Arkansas. Solid program. Illinois, eh, Kansas State, no. Oklahoma, we'll see with the new coach. Oklahoma State, South Carolina, Texas Tech, Tulsa, UNLV. The one constant here is that KU seems to be recruiting against Texas Tech and really Oklahoma State. I know Mike Boynton recruits really well down there at o OSU. I know he just brought in the number one pick in the NBA draft. But no. Come on. He didn't recruit Cade Cunningham. He hired his brother. Texas Tech has a new coach. Yes, former assistant coach of, this, of the past head coach, as we learned last week. Yes, they've brought in pretty good recruits. They had a guy drafted a couple of years ago, the man with the skunk hair, whose name is unfortunately escaping me right now. But these are not really the schools you want to be competing with recruiting-wise. Like the first guy, Mark Mitchell. Yeah, this is, this is a Kansas type of talent. So maybe, just maybe, KU's recruiting, kind of, sort of, taking that little bit of a hit. And the, the flip side to this coin before I get out of here, you know, Bill Self might be realizing, hey, I really got to hit this transfer trail a lot harder now. Freshman, recruiting, it's all well and good. But look who won the national championship last year. Look who competed in the national championship. Gonzaga, Baylor. Gonzaga, known for the transfer trail. 
Mark Few's been doing it for years. He only just started bringing in big recruits. Jalen Suggs last year, that was the highest rated recruit they had had up until that point. And Baylor, oh my God, that team was full of transfers. All of their main guys, I believe Jared Butler, Davion Mitchell, and Macy Oteague all transferred in. Might be the new way of the world. Get those seasoned vets, get them to buy into your team and your culture. Uh, you know, that's still always the hot word, right? Culture. And you go from there. Lord knows that's what Kansas did this year. And we think this is a really good team. Kind of got the best of both worlds. Got the old heads, McCormack, Jalen Wilson, Christian Brown, Oche Abaji. And then you bring in the new blood to push them. Competition's good. Maybe that's what's happening here. Maybe the ERP is really affecting Kansas basketball. The only way we're really going to find out is in a few years when someone hopefully writes a book. Heck yeah. All right, everyone, have a great weekend. Enjoy late night in the fog if that's what you want to do. Don't let me affect you. That's just my personal opinion. I read a good tweet last night that said, you know, why do we really have to get on people? If they want to put us some Halloween decorations a little bit too early, if they want to enjoy their pumpkin spice lattes, what's the big deal? And you know what? You're so right. So if you want to enjoy late night in the fog, you do that. Myself? It's probably not going to happen. (laughs) All right. Take care, everybody. I hope everyone does well. I hope everyone stays safe. I hope you enjoy the basketball potential tonight. Look, the NBA is right around the corner. And we're really close to Kansas basketball playing games. But I certainly will pay attention to And that matters. So take care. Have a great weekend. Stay warm. Stay cool. I don't know. I thought we were getting sweater weather where I live. Well, regardless, I just hope you enjoy yourself. That's all that matters. Take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.